0: This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with The Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and I'm so glad that you are here because we've got a fantastic guest today. I am in love with his book. It is called Just Move, A New Approach to Fitness After 50. It is by James P. Owen, best-selling author of Cowboy Ethics. James joins us now, or do you
1: prefer Jim? Jim. And, and by the way, Lisa, I'm dancing as we're, as we're speaking. How are you? (laughs) It's called Just Move.
0: Well, you know, that is a good thing. And I actually have a treadmill desk, which I'm not using at the moment because I have a knee injury, but usually Uh I am walking slowly because if it's too loud, you'll hear this Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." but I just have to say, this is great. And what good timing. My husband and I both just turned 50, and we are very active and very athletic and everything. But I'm looking at fitness in a different way. I I think Mm -hmm. for so many of us, when we're younger, we look at it more from an aesthetic uh, perspective. Mm -hmm which I think is good to get you motivated, but there's a point where, like, I'm never going to look like I'm 25. I want to be functional, which you talk about functional fitness. I want to be able to move when I get older. I don't want to be using a walker if I don't have to. You know, there's all these things. So, Jim, tell us about yourself, and then let's jump into this fabulous book.
1: Well, Lisa, I spent 35 years in the investment world, and um, I was on the road continually meeting with clients and that kind of stuff. And so it was, good for, it was great for business. My wife of 49 years was understanding. and The kids, you know, grew up. But the truth is uh, the day I turned 70, someone sent me a video, a little clip of me shuffling up to give a speech. And I said, that's not me. It could, I'm not that old guy. <laughs> I said, what happened to my energy? My shoulders were slumped and my back was killing me. It was obvious I was in pain. Knees were shot, hips were tight, and my right rotator cuff was frozen. And I, I was in awful shape. And the truth is, I got lucky, what do you want to call it, had a great career, but it it it, it darn, near, darn near killed me, so to speak. I, I didn't have time to exercise. And the day I turned 70, I looked in the mirror and I said, if I... Feel like this now. How am I going to feel in five years or ten years or whatever? And that's what got me started doing this fitness thing. Jim, are you certified? Yep, certified couch potato. <laughs> that's what helps. <I>
0: like. <laughs> well that's what's so interesting to me because when I received the book before I read it, I assumed that you had been in the fitness industry your whole life, and you know, you were like the Jack Lalanne type. And no. for the young people listening, oh. the younger people <laughs> hey. listening, Jack LaLanne, Google him or YouTube him. I grew up, uh, my mother was really into Jack LaLanne and, and she's actually oh, go he was to, the best. Wasn't he? And he used to go to this Jack LaLanne spa, but he's wonderful. But so then, okay, because there's so much great information. This must have taken a long time because you did your research. Let me tell you, I've been in the fitness and health world for years and your advice is spot on.
1: Lisa, I, I, I think to understand this. Anybody who's in the investment world, you know, managing money and that kind of stuff, loves research. If you don't, you shouldn't be in the business because most of what we, we do is pretty non-glamorous. It's just reading and talking to smart people and that kind of stuff. And so I love research. I always love reading books and that kind of stuff. So I didn't, I'm not an expert. I don't claim – I don't have an advanced degree in kinesiology. I just started reading. I went to the best bookstore in America called PAL, P O W E L L, PAL Books in Portland, Oregon. And I squatted down for about three days. They must have had six, eight hundred books, used books. And I bought probably 20 or 30 of them and just went home and devoured them and said, I want to learn all I can because I'm a novice about this before I go into it. And what I developed was. Some I don't want to call them rules, but kind of principles that I developed based on my own experience and what I've and what I've learned, and that's kind of what's helped me get through this thing. And uh, all I can say is I'm in the at least I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, I've, I've, I'm down to 154 pounds. I'm six. I weighed 205 at one point. Uh, I could not do one real push up. On the first day i worked out with a trainer i can do three sets of 50. i don't do it every day but it's just goes to show you it's the key is just small continuous progress there are no big giant leaps particularly if you're 50 or 60 or 70. it's not possible it's just you got to get started do the best you can with what you've got but think about longer term as opposed to I've got to get a quick fix or I've got to lose 20 pounds in the next, you know, three or four months. When you're young exercising, I think is probably vanity driven. I need to lose 40. i need to lose 20 pounds. I'm getting married next year or something, or I need to, I want to look good in a bathing suit when you're 50 or 60. I think it, it hopefully is health driven. And so the byproduct of all this exercising and fitness stuff is you do look better. And you certainly feel better, but that should not be the driving force. The driving force for me was I came across a statistic, Lisa, which which maybe you've seen, and it said if you make it to seventy, you, you're expected to live statistically. I have a very large population. You're going to live at least another fifteen years, on average. Now you might get hit by a truck the next day. You might live to be hundred, but when I looked in the mirror. And I'm saying I was in terrible shape. I said, Jim, it can only go downhill from here. <laughs> if you do make it to 70 to 85, can you imagine what you're going to look like and feel like if you look like this now? I'm, I'm an old man at 70. I said, I don't like that. So I said, what can I do? So this was an educational thing for me. and also became a lot of fun. This was not, never a chore. So I said, I, mean, I, I need to do this. And I, Lisa, I made it a priority. And said, I'm going to learn whatever I can about exercising, what to do, what not to do. And I'm going to work out with the best trainers I can find and read all the medical stuff. I read everything about the science of exercise I could get my hands on. But then I talked to a lot of really, really experienced trainers around the country. And so the book's a combination of the science of exercise. And is it a science? I'm not so sure but some stuff that we should all be aware of, along with the practical tips. And it's the practical tips, I think, that makes the difference between somebody who succeeds at this and doesn't succeed.
0: Oh, I think so, too. And it's such a great guide. In the book, you have, I love this, how getting fit is different when you're older. Number one, mm-hmm. you finally have more time to, to vote. Mm-hmm. Two, there's no short of a motivation. Three, it's about how your body works, not how it looks. And mm-hmm. you go on and on. And, you know, I mentioned that earlier. And I think it's so important. You know, my father-in-law is 84. And he has gone to a baseball baseball fantasy camp for the last seven years. And he's going oh, again this God. year with, with my brother-in-law. Oh my and God. yeah, and he plays with guys half his age for a week, and he rides his bike. And I love it. It's He's so 80, important. He's 84. eighty-four. Yeah. Now, Jim, I have to ask, how old are you now? Be-
1: well, I will be if I make it another week or so. I'll be seventy-seven on October twenty.
0: All right. Oh, you're going to make
1: it. <laughs> I'm in the best shape of my life. That's all I can say. See,
0: that's so I- exciting.
1: Well. Your, your father-in-law is the inspiration. I mean, that's a, wow. That's yeah. an amazing, I love stuff like this.
0: Yeah, but see, he's always been active. Like, he was mm-hmm. athletic was, growing up.
1: I, I was a, a cow's potato.
0: Yeah, and that's the, the message I think is so important, Jim, is the fact that you were a couch potato and now you're not. Because there's so many people like, oh, but I was never into sports. I was never athletic and this and that. I was like the least athletic person ever. I didn't start doing anything until high, late high school. I realized I was good at swimming and then I got into fitness and health at that point. But it's never too late to start. And you know, your book is perfect. And that's perfect. the
1: message. It's never too late to start. Yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. it takes you through everything that you want to go through. I mean, I'm going to read some of this table of contents. I mean, you've got... How to succeed at fitness? Functional fitness. Five facets of functional fitness. A flexible step-by-step fitness program. Uh, there's great stuff. Let's talk about functional fitness for people who don't know. What does that mean?
1: Well, functional fitness is, is is such a simple thing. It just means being physically able to handle all your normal day-to-day activities without aches and pains. It's just being able to move through your normal daily life. And that, when you're 20 or 30 or 40, you kind of chuckle. But when you you get 60 or 70, you realize, I've got to, you know, put away this bag of groceries. And I'm I'm having a hard time reaching up on the shelf. Or I just dropped something on the floor. I can't even bend down to pick it up. So I have a grandchild. I, I would like to be able to hold my arms. It's hard to do that. So it, it, it's just real simple. It has nothing to do with the old Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it, was, it, it was. This is nothing to do with the old bodybuilding culture. Um, this is more just about being able to function day by day, with no, with minimal, or no aches and pains. So he says, Jim. Gosh, you look great. You're, you're trim. But yeah, but the main thing is, my aches and pains are gone. No back pain. No. You know, and that's, what's that worth? Money, money could never uh, re- re- replace that. Yeah. Not, not book.
0: No, you're so right. My mother used to always say health is everything because she had a lot of health problems. And so yeah. she knew getting back into the, fi- you have five facets of functional fitness. So I was going to say getting back into functional fitness, core stability and strength, flexibility, balance, muscular strength, and cardiovascular endurance. And what's so great in the book is you give ways for us to do all of these things.
1: Well, and I think you can do all five, I call them dimensions. Yes. Uh, in one hour a day, five or six days a week. And Lisa, someone says, gee, I don't have that kind of time. That it, we're talking about 4% of a 24-hour day.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Now, if you're raising a family and you're you know, building a career, kind of, it, it can be hard to squeeze this in, but when you reach my age, let's say you're 60, 65 years of age, let's make priority, Let, let's make exercise a priority. And that's what I did. That was the number one thing I did. I said, this is my priority, is to, is to be as healthy as I can, as long as I can. And I picture this, Lisa, is fighting off old age. And I, in the morning when I wake up, the first thing I do, my wife just rolls her eyes. I get out of bed, and I I do about a a minute or two of shadow boxing. And she says, what are you doing? I said, sweetie, I'm fighting off old age. I said, someday this this sucker's going to win, but it ain't going to be today. And then I smile. (laughs) It just makes my day. It just means just move. It doesn't matter what you do.
0: You know, I wanted to mention you have a great smile, and you, you do look incredible. In the book, you have five basic exercises mm-hmm. everyone should do. You've got the plank, mm-hmm. the squat, the lat pull-down, mm-hmm. the lunge, and the push-up.
1: So and I bet you do all five of those.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, talk to us about, except for the lunge right now because of my knee, but let's let's talk about neat. these. Mm-hmm. Because what's nice is none of these need equipment. Um, except if you want to do it on a mm-hmm. bench with a plank or if you want to use mm-hmm. a ball on the squat, except for the right. lat pull-down. But the other ones, you know, you can do without equipment. I'm a big fan of body weight exercises, so that's well, where there's so no funny. excuses. We're, we're
1: in the same wavelength. I'm, I'm the same way. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I walk into a gym, and there's a big line of machines. And you know who put the machines in there? The folks that sell the machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize that. Sure. They, they design the gym, and nobody, nobody uses half of them. Yeah. And if they did, it's, it's a mistake because it, it can lead to rep- repetitive stress. Yeah. And so I'm a big believer in, you know, dumbbells, uh, love the TRX.
0: Oh, a lot TRX. of body
1: weight stuff. So my, the, the, the one that turned my life around was the plank. And I didn't know what core meant to be honest. I found core referred to your 6 pack. And the more I read, I said, wow, no, the core is, you know, comes from your lower part of your body, that's, you know, your thighs up, up through your chest, front and back. And so if your core is weak, and that was my problem, I had a weak core, you're going to have aches and pains. It's that simple. And so I, I would guess for the first year or so, maybe two, a third of my workouts was core. So plank, I do, I do it's only, it only takes, at least as you know, it only takes 10 minutes of core work. And more than that, just diminishing returns. But if, if you can just do core work three days a week for 10 minutes, that's all it takes, um, you'd be surprised as time goes by how much stronger your core is. And so all of a sudden, my core, I'll compete with somebody who's 30 years old in my core. Not my upper body strength, but in the core. That's because I've worked on it so long.
0: Yeah, it's true. And that's going to enable you to do the other things that you want yep, to do.
1: Exactly. weak core, you're not going to be able to do any, any, any of the other stuff. You can't do strength training or anything else. And then, of course, there's flexibility.
0: That's huge. The older
1: you get, the tighter you get. And uh, so when I started out, Lisa, what I did was for the first three or four months, I simply... Did walking and stretching. And uh, I can remember when I was yesterday, on day one, Lisa, I walked maybe five minutes. That's all I could do. I, I was hurting. And the next day, maybe I walked three minutes, you know, and then the next day, ten. But over about a month or so, I, this became a habit. And one of the keys of sticking with an exercise program is making it into a habit. If you, rely, if you try and rely upon willpower, or discipline, or say, I'm only going to work out when I feel good. Me, I work out if I feel like crap. Pardon my French. No, and and I've, never, I've never once, not once in seven years, have I left the gym that I didn't feel better than when I started out. So, well, I'll just do 20 minutes today. 20 minutes go by, well, maybe I'll do another five minutes. What the heck? Then all of a sudden, it's another 10 minutes. It's just amazing how your body reacts when you move. And so I did it with walking and stretching. Then after about three or four months, I said, gosh, I feel so much better. What's the next step? And so I got into, you know, some strength training. And that doesn't, to me, doesn't equate to Arnold Schwarzenegger lifting, you know, trying to bench press three or four hundred (laughs) pounds. I can't imagine (laughs) even thinking that way. To me, it meant doing stuff like push-ups, Okay. I'm a big push-up fan, and I don't think there's any exercise that's going to be more beneficial to more people than doing a push-up. You say, I hate push-ups. Well, there's a reason why you hate them. It's because you're you're putting your body in positions that's not comfortable. It's because you've got imbalances and weaknesses. So, again, I could not do one push-up on my first day with a trainer. And it just took time, and I'm not saying it was easy, but just... You know, in week three or four, I was doing maybe three of them, but over time I got to about twenty-five, and then I started progressing and adding difficulty. And so, I I think a push-up is critical. And and the neat thing about this is, as you well know, you can regress, you can do them on your knees at first if you, if you need to.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's how I had to do them at first as well, sure. and still sometimes. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> like if I, if I overswam or did something else. You know what I recently started doing, which I used to do a lot, is yoga. That's another wonderful mm-hmm. thing. I mean, that that's is, that's is intense.
1: My trainer, after about two years of working out with my trainer, I uh, said, Jim, you need to do yoga and maybe check out Pilates. So I, do, I love Pilates. I do a combination of yoga, Pilates, and yeah. what I call movement, you know, one afternoon a week for one. No big deal. But yoga is... I would recommend everyone who's over 50 needs to do some kind of yoga. What do you want? Tai Chi, yoga, whatever. You and your husband can do it together. It is so much fun. Uh, so I'm, I make exercise fun. This, for me, has never been a chore. And it's, I, I just look for the fun part. the fun for me is working out with my wife, to be honest about it.
0: Oh, that's good. So you got sure. her. Now, was she into it at all before you? Or no, is this new? No. Okay, so it's new to both of you.
1: Not at all. And my wife, for 49 years, <laughs> her name is Stanya, S T A N Y A. She would be embarrassed if I told you this. She grew up, and her parents and her grandmom said, It's not ladylike to exercise. Oh, boy. So they would not, literally, they would not let Stanya do any of this stuff. And, uh, I mean, now, of course, we have a daughter now who's 33, and she's one of the most athletic kids you've ever seen in your life. It was from, from day one. But it's, it's so funny. So her family, you know, kind of old-fashioned, traditional, said, this is not ladylike. Uh, it was say horse's sweat, women shine. That was what they used to say in the old
0: days. Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, yeah, that's terrible.
0: Well, your daughter must be so thrilled that you're doing this great work.
1: Oh, she is thrilled. And she's, she's five feet tall. And from the time she was, you know, three or four years old, she can compete against boys and anything. And the boys, you know, huffing, oh, I'm out of breath. And she's come on, don't be a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> so she loves She'll try anything.
0: Oh, that is so great! You know,
1: see, she's such a example. I'm so proud of her, and uh, just a good, good young lady. And she's kept at this stuff, and she loves the gym. She also loves to run, which I don't do anymore, but she loves it. And she'll go on a six, seven, eight mile run. And I said, I feel sorry for the poor boy, who you know ends up with you. He'd better be an athlete. Yeah. (laughs) And she said, Darn right, I wouldn't date a boy
0: was out of shape well it's good that she started young right but again the big message the big takeaway is it's never too late to start you know i want to i want to jump back in the book because i'm really impressed so in part one you have what everyone over 50 should know part two you have a flexible step-by-step fitness program and that's what's so great because you have the building strength and then eventually you have the advance to a full body workout Mm -hmm. which is great talk to us a little bit about that
1: Well, and and the thing I want to stress, Lisa, uh, to your your audience is that that nobody sings. You have to go through all four steps. So if all you want to do is walk and stretch, your body's going to thank you, you're going to feel better, and you're you're going to look better over time. I would encourage you to, you know, check out doing the other stuff, but you don't really have to. Um, In my case, uh, I felt so much better from doing walking and stretching, I was just drawn to the next thing, and I could have stopped there. There's a big difference between getting fit and staying fit. It took me, least I know how long it took you. It took me probably three, three, four years to actually get fit. It was hard work. Staying fit is a lot of fun. And one of the keys to staying fit is, is, is good nutrition. And so uh, I would tell you that right now, given my body type, will I be any stronger in two or three years? I I don't think that's realistic. If I could just stay where I am, as long as I watch what I eat, and I'm careful about it, uh, I'm going to be okay. And so this this eating stuff, I cannot stress too much. You you cannot out-exercise a bad diet.
0: Oh, that is so true.
1: So I think people who get into weightlifting, one reason people are strength training, resistance training, Lisa, one reason that they hesitate is they have an image of, you know, quote, killing themselves or, gee, that's just not me. And it's not about how much you can lift. It's not about whatever, Lisa, you can do and your husband can do. I'm going to compete. No, you are competing against yourself, not against anybody else. So when I say I can do fifty push ups, I don't really care what someone someone else does. I'm sure there are people that can do hundred, not me because if you know I don't want to hurt my shoulders so it's a it's a journey and not a destination there's no there's no finish line to it but once you get into it and you see how much better you feel, I just cannot imagine somebody you know saying, okay that's it i'm i'm good you know I'm good enough I'm going to go back to my old ways i can I cannot conceive of that. But again, I was in terrible shape when I started out. So, that's it. So I'm just grateful for what uh, life has dealt me so far and my goal is to again, is to fight off old age. I'm, I've said many times to my wife, says, there are people who are 80 who look 60, yeah. and people who are 60 who look 80. I want to be in that first group
0: yes that is and true so
1: i want to be 80 years young like i think your father-in-law is
0: yeah you look incredible i'm looking in the book and you have this great the workout um and you say intense in capital letters is a good word to describe the hour i spent working out with josh byard in the four seasons functional fitness studio great you did guy. the bridge plank lunge push-up wide grip pull-up mm-hmm. one-legged squat you've got some great triceps going on there you're doing the push-up <laughs> on the boat bosu ball the um, one i'm the you're most proud great.
1: of Yes, Lisa, is that <laughs> Swiss ball? Yeah, doing the plank, and that's not with your ankles. That's easier. It's your toes on the uh, Swiss ball, and your and your uh, hands on a, on a small rubber ball, uh, and it, it, it's hard. Oh, yeah. And I've been doing this now for I guess about five years, and it's, it's still hard. But that's one of the Primary core exercises that I do, and I don't recommend that your listeners try <laughs> But and I'm probably getting carried away. But it's it's this whole thing has been a fun experience, and it's it's finding the fun uh, that that really kind of keeps you going. I'm always asking about Jim, how do you stay motivated month after month, year after year? And for me, it's easy. And what I realized, Lisa, early on, is it, is that is that Motivation follows action, and that's what people get—you know—wrong. It's—it's the action comes before the motivation, not afterwards. And so, if you work out, doesn't matter the intensity, you're gonna get motivated because you work out. That's what—that's the message. That's been my experience.
0: That makes so much sense, Jim, tell us all the ways we can find this fantastic book of yours.
1: Well, I'm a big fan of the independent bookstores. In fact, one of my clients in the old days, you know was a national Booksellers association. I'm a big fan of independent bookstores. But the truth is, uh, we live in a world where you know dominated by some of the big guys. and so I have to say, you know, check out your, the best bookstore, Barnes & Noble, independent guys. But at the end of the day, a lot of the book sales, in my case, are coming from Amazon. And Lisa, if I can just brag for a second, okay? Uh, this book came out September 12th. And would you believe, on Amazon, we're the number one best-selling book in its category?
0: Oh, my gosh. I, I totally the, believe it. It's, it's fantastic. In that we
1: wanted to be in, by the way, this is, uh, it, this is published by National Geographic. Wow. i like have never done a book anything like this. That is and, awesome. And um, they're the ones that got us in the right category. The category is fitness, exercise and fitness for aging. So this is not a book aimed at, you know, 20, and 30, even 40-year-olds. What's interesting is a lot of book sales are coming from people who are buying it for their parents or grandparents, and I get these, I hear this every day, Jim, I just bought a copy of your book, Just Move, for my mother, who's not doing very well, who sits around all day, and I see, Mom, you've got to do something, just move, and so I love that, and that, that's what gets me inspired, so the book's doing great, and uh, I, I just urge people to, to look at it, and I'll tell you one more thing. National Geographic would never have done this unless it was sourced. So they would not accept any opinion, any fact without saying, okay, Jim, that's great. Experts say this or that. What experts? So we had to source (laughs) every single sentence, every single paragraph.
0: Jim, this has been such a thrill. I'm so glad you came on the program. Again, the book is Just Move, A New Approach to Fitness After 50. Give us your website.
1: And the and the website, which I'm very proud of, is justmoveforlife.com. Lisa, thank you so much. And I really felt com, 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 so compatible with you because of your own experiences. And I hope your knee gets better.
0: Yeah, me too. Oh, it will. <laughs> I just have bursitis. <laughs> I know, I really miss, I haven't been able to do as much and it's been really hard, but I know I'll get back to it.
1: Thanks, Lisa. Thank you so much. This episode
0: of Talk Fitness was produced by The Vitamin Shop, where trusted health enthusiasts help you thrive every day. Visit one of 800 stores across the country or head to vitaminshop.com for all your wellness needs.